Pro Tools. Bumping Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. It's too hard to put my heart away. I'm the 99 Makai Fife. And you need a lawn provide life. Bumping Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. It's too hard to put my heart away. I'm the nine nine Makai Fight. This is 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 Hey man, grab your phone, grab your mama's phone, grab your auntie and your granny phone and tell them to follow us on Instagram as well as Facebook. And that's going to be at Black Educated and Broke. We also on YouTube, y'all. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And follow us on Twitter at B-E-B podcast underscore A-T-L. Now if you forget, I'm about to kick your ass. Ooh, not the A. We in the A. I'm Mike Presley. No, I'm Mike B. And listen, for the latest and black news, melanin news, make sure you're listening to me on Black Educated and Broke. It's your boy King D, man. You can follow me at K I N G D A five N A W F, and that's all social media. Don't forget the motherfucking cash app. Here on Black Educated and Broke, and y'all know what time it is. We need some of that melanin news. Mike B, what's going on? Uh, melanin news is thick today, so let's start with the death of Anitra Gunn. The Southwest Atlanta native graduated from Westlake High School in South Fulton County, was a senior at Fort Valley State University. The 23-year-old went missing on the morning of Valentine's Day after spending the evening before with her boyfriend. Gunn was reported missing by her father, Christopher Gunn. Her remains were found on Tuesday night when authorities discovered her body in a patch of piney woods in middle Georgia. Gunn's boyfriend, Demarcus Little, age 23, was arrested just hours after Gunn's remains were discovered. He was charged with criminal damage to property from a February 5th incident that left Gunn's windows smashed and her tires slashed. Here's what we know. After concerns of not getting his daughter on the phone, Christopher Gunn told police he had spoken with Little the couple had gone to a party, went to Waffle House, and had taken her to his house to spend the night. According to a police report, security footage shows the couple at Waffle House around 2 a.m. Valentine's morning. Also shown on the video was Anitra Gunn's white Chevrolet Cruze, which didn't look damaged. The day after her missing, the vehicle has turned up abandoned in the, with the front bumper missing in a neighbor's yard. A deputy spotted something white near the woods, tire tracks that led into the woods where her body was found. The Georgia Bureau investigation has ruled the death a homicide. Her cause of death is pending a toxicology, and DeMarcus Little, has he will face a charge of murder. Little's father, Andre, said after bailing, after the bail hearing that his son didn't kill Gunn, according to the Macon Telegraph. He's a good son. He's a sergeant in the United States Army, serving our country proudly, never gotten in any trouble in his life, Andre Little said, and he didn't do this. He's always loved Anitra. I pray that they find the killer, but my son didn't do it. Memorial service honoring Kobe Bryant as well as Christina Mauser, the Adabellis, and the Chesters will be held on Monday, February the 24th. Now here's how you can watch the service. Spectrum News will carry it as well as ABC News Live. The BET Network also announced a plan to tribute the iconic five-time NBA champion and Academy Award winner 
with multiple content specials across the digital and streaming platforms also on Monday beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, the 51st annual NAACP Image Awards were in Los Angeles this past weekend. Anthony Anderson hosted. So let's talk about the honorees for Outstanding Motion Picture. Just Mercy wins over Dolomite, Harriet, Queen and Slim, and Us. Michael B. Jordan takes home Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture. Lupita Nyong'o, Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture. Jamie Foxx, Outstanding Supporting Actor for Just Mercy. And Marseille Martin. Y'all know her from Blackish? Yes. So she took home Outstanding Supporting Actress for Little. Then she also breaks out. She also took home Outstanding Breakthrough Performance. Good for, for her. Little. She is killing right I love now. It. Just Mercy for Outstanding Ensemble. Dolomite, Outstanding Independent Motion Picture. Of course, Blackish wins big Outstanding Comedy Series with Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross winning for lead. And Dion Cole and Marseille Martin for supporting in a comedy series. Greenleaf, you know, that's my church. Yes. That's for Outstanding <laughs> Drama Series. When They See Us, a nominated for Outstanding Television Movie, Limited Series, or Dramatic Special. Jarrell Jerome, he wins for his role as Corey Wise. Niecy Nash, Outstanding Actress, also for When They See Us. Red Table Talk. Yes. They won for Outstanding Talk Series over The Daily Show, The Real, The Shop Uninterrupted, and The Tamron Hall Show. Oh, I love Tamron Hall, though. Yeah, Marseille Martin, again, Outstanding Performance by a Youth. Now, I thought Hair Love would win for Outstanding Literary Work for Children. The books nominated were A Place to Land, Martin Luther King Jr., and The Speech That Inspired a Nation, Hair Love, Parker Looks Up, An Extraordinary Moment, Ruby Finds a Worry, and Sulway, that's written by Lupita Nyong'o. So Sulway was the winner, and all the books, except for the Dr. King uh, story, were about black girls. Mm. All of them, and Sulway means the star. The legendary James Earl Jones wins for Outstanding Character, Voiceover Performance, and Outstanding Documentary goes to Toni Morrison, The Pieces, I Am, Rest in Peace. Yes. And Lizzo. She won Entertainer of the Year. Good for her. And those nominees included Angela Bassett, Billy Porter, Regina King, and Tyler Perry. Those special awards, Congressman John Lewis received the Chairman's Award, Rihanna received the President's Award, and General Charles E. McGee, a 100-year-old, received the Key of Life Award. 30 years of service to the U.S. Air Force and a member of the Tuskegee Airmen. For a complete list of winners, you can go over to the NAACP Image Awards.net website. You can find these top stories and more Black Educated in both Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Follow me on Twitter, Mike B underscore news. I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. Thank you, Mike B. Those were some really good stories, and I just love the NAACP Awards. Was so, all those Show winners were so good. And I love Blackish. I just started really getting into Mixedish, Grownish. I love her. Uh, Mar- why you say how you say her name, Marcella? Marseille. 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 Yeah, you know, she got her little, she part of this little fingernail line that she's been doing. Like, I follow her on social. I love her. She's just the kid prodigy, and I'm glad that that was so successful. All right, guys. So as always, I'm Mike said, you can find all these stories on our social media. So be sure to follow us at BlackEducatedAndBroke.com on Twitter, BEB Podcast underscore ATL. Did I say it right? Did I go check me out though? Alrighty, guys. So we're gonna get before we're not really gonna take a full break. I have like two more questions that I want to ask the two, and then whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, two more because you know I wanted to make sure that people that did not hear you the first time guess incorrectly or correctly, you have a chance to show them that you know some black history. Okay, so I'm doing this for you too. Okay, Mike segment. So you go ahead and take that. Nah, no, your segment will be shortly after that. (laughs) Um, And also, guys, we got another guest in the house. 
I want y'all to make sure you stay tuned to that. We have Mr. Newbreed NYE in the building. We're going to be interviewing, talking about new music. We're going to pick his brain, too, with this uh, Black Educated and Broke, actually Black History quiz. <laughs> you like to put the name of the Black History together. <laughs> y'all wasn't ready. Okay, Maya Poole and Mike B. All righty. Oh, boy. Here are your two questions. Who was the American singer, actress, and civil rights leader who got her start singing at the Cotton Club in the New York City at age 16? Was it Dionne Warwick? Was it Lena Horne? Or was it Diana Ross? Civil rights. Yes. No. Yes. Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I'll read the question. Who was the American singer, actress, and civil rights leader who got her start singing at the Cotton Club in New York City at age 16? Lena. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yes. It is Lena Horne. Good job, people. Hey, she had a brief. We didn't even she, talk about it. Brief, Lena but you know, if that's that ATL. So Lena, Lena Horn lived in Atlanta for like two years uh, okay. in uh, her school age years. Yeah. I didn't know that. And she I went, she went to Washington High School. Y'all better give us yeah. the extra black history Atlanta there. Like I ATL. Knew. Her name and Diana Ross wasn't no actress. I'm going to say, she said civil rights of Dion and, and uh, Diana. Well, you know they got a trick, y'all. Look at y'all doing the culture. All right, here's the last question. Who was the last black actress to win the Academy Awards Best Supporting Actress Oscar in 2006? Was it Whoopi Goldberg? Was it Jennifer Hudson? Or was it Hattie McDaniel? You said all six. Yes. That went Dream Girls came? Yeah. That so that was Jennifer then, right? That's your final answer? Yeah. It is Jennifer Hudson with Dream Girl. All right, man. I am right, so man. impressed. See, you see what you see here on Black Educated and Bro. We are definitely educated about the culture. Oh, my bad. Shout out to Monique. You know, that's my girl. Okay, thank you. All righty. Anyway, as you see, Black Educated Rock, we are informed about the culture. So, guys, now you know what time it is. We got to know what's popping these ATL streets. Maya, what's going on, boo? Hey, y'all. What it do? What it is? It's your girl. It's Maya. And Mike B will kill me if I don't mention this. What's going down this week on Tuesday, February 25th? What's going down? Fat Tuesday. Man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm be so drunk when I get off work. That is my holiday. <laughs> That's my holiday. Just in case anybody doesn't know what Fat Tuesday is, I mean, if you're living under a walk, you might not know. It is the day before Ash Wednesday. It's also known as Mantra oh, Day oh or, Shove, or Shove Day. So Fat Tuesday is a celebration and the opportunity to enjoy the favorite food or snack that you'll be giving up for the long Lenten season. Oh, man. All right. So now that we've talked about Fat, fat Tuesday, it's time to get into my holiday. Okay? Oh, Lent that. is coming. Oh, Lent season. By the time y'all hear this podcast, it'll be day two of Lent. You do do Lent? <laughs> I do do Lent. Oh, okay. Lent starts on February 26th and it's all the way until April 3rd this year. Okay. Is that when East when East? Listen, you asked ahead. We ain't got no Come on now. Uh, Christians, 40 days, 40 nights. Jesus was in the woods. Uh, he didn't have no cell phone, April no water, nothing to eat. He didn't have none of that. None of the, none of the uh, 12 disciplines was there. It was just disciplines, him. Disciplines, not disciples. Uh, and then on Easter Sunday. And then, uh, East, don't let in the Friday before Easter Sunday? No, let in April 3rd. Good Friday is April 10th. And then Easter is April 12th. I don't know. I'm just told you. <laughs> right now. He rose on what day? He rose. Listen, 
It never said when he rose. We just gonna assume he rose on the twelfth. It didn't say. Oh, okay. It was three days later, but them days on there. So he was put to rest on the tenth, which would be Friday. He rose on the twelfth. I mean, he rose that Monday because they put him in a tomb on Friday. My baby, my pastor. No, but y'all can talk about it. Okay, how about that? I'm just a disciple. I ain't really a priest. Hey man, the, w- the word originated with Muhammad. That's what it said. Listen, okay. All right. The purpose of Lent is the preparation of the believer for Easter through prayer, through penance, mortif- mortifying the flesh, repentance of sin, almsgiving, and denying of ego. Okay. Mike, maybe you question. should maybe you should go in denial of ego. Really? Really? <laughs> so which Sunday what? is Palm Sunday? I always get my palm. Palm Sunday will be. I tell my mama, I said, let me get a palm. It's the Sunday before Easter, so it's April fifth. Right, I might ride by the church then. You gonna ride by the church? You don't go to church twice a year. I go on Palm Sunday and another Sunday. <laughs> Mike B, I'm, I'm gonna get your mic off. Oh no, nah, Easter's too many people. You not the EMC crowd? Not too. What's busy. the EMC? Early Easter morning, Christmas. Oh, early morning. <laughs> <laughs> I got the cook on Easter. I got the cook. <laughs> you go play out the eggs for the kids, go pick the Oh no, that cook ham and, and potato salad. Oh, you do the baskets. Y'all, y'all the bougie Atlanta. Y'all do the baskets. Y'all don't do the uh, mm-hmm. Easter egg hunting. I don't like children in my You family. don't do that? No. Not the school teacher. You can't say that. Funny. Okay, okay Maya, we got the this decoration of childhood. Lord have mercy. What else is coming up? You know, I want to know what Easter colors you wearing this year. What's your Easter best? Black. <laughs> all black. He writes that thing with all white on, you know, and Mike. Okay, Kanye. Kind of it's a little warm. I'm probably having on sweatpants. I ain't going to be at church. He's going to wash pants in the church house. I don't go to church. You know, he go in, sing a hymn and leave. That's his walkthrough. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thank you. I forgot. <laughs> We also got the Atlanta United FC versus FC Cincinnati. Their home opener will be February 25th at 5 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Tickets are still on sale on Ticketmaster. You know you got to show out for the Atlanta team, home team, home opener. It's uh, football season. Oh, United going to be lit. You know. That's going to be off the chain. Champions, you know, they won. You know, they won. I'm not going to say what I want to say. I'm not going to say what I want to say because I respect Trey Young. So <laughs> go ahead, Atlanta United. Show out. And we also have, because this is Atlanta, for some reason, they're doing the U.S. Olympic Team Trials Marathon. That will be Saturday, February 29th, starting at 12 and then at 3 p.m. And it's all through downtown Atlanta, uh, Centennial so Olympic Park Drive. That's going to be shut down. So if you guys are expecting traffic, expect traffic. All Saturday? Yeah. Oh, I'm staying outside the city that day. Exactly, because you know that's a main highway. That's like a main street. Mm-hmm. They shutting it down. You can watch the trials. You can watch the races. Um, more mm-hmm. information will be on. <clears throat> I'm gonna be drinking. Atlanta2020trials.com. They have a map. They have the evacuation chart, places to watch, road closures, and you can also see the fan zones and get a look at the uh, people who are trying out. I don't know why they're doing it here. Maybe because it's Atlanta, but they're auditioning. And they trying. love Atlanta. They, they love do. It's sick. They love it. Especially when you work downtown on Saturday. I'm sick. That's amazing. Anyways. Um, <laughs> you got to work. You got to work. Mad. Yeah, I just got mad. You right got to go to work. Yes. Oh, you going to be up in there. I am. I'm sick. But um, they're trying <laughs> to go for Japan. Olympics will be in Japan this summer. So good luck, guys. But can you wrap it up around, too? Please and thank you. <laughs> and that's what's popping this weekend. It's been your girl. It's Maya. They gonna keep the Olympics over there, you know, because across the way. Hey, at the park. You know. 
Thank you, Maya. Thank you for letting us know. We're going to do Lynn. We're going to have to get this ego in check. We're going to have the Lord handle him, honey. That's the only one that can handle it. All I can do is pray and uh, agree and touch. <laughs> yes, touch, touch and agree, agree yeah. honey. Well, y'all, they'll say two or more gather. There y'all go, right there. Pray All right, pray. guys, as always, you can find all these stories on our social media at Black Educated and Broke. Go ahead. You can also head over to our website and see more of the visuals on these stories at www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to find out who is this new breed NYE right here on Black Educated and Broke. Keep it locked. To engaging with customers, Randy O PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O PNR. Take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randy O PNR to handle it for you. Follow me at K-I-N-G-D-8-5-N-A-W-F. And that's all social media. Don't forget the motherfucking cash app. And I got that playlist for you. Let's go. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. King my own name. 
comes out in a hurry. If you're fucking falling, hope that you won't lose your way. Cause you and your girls on the ride, play all day, fuck from the line. Say what, say what, say what, you know that I like it, baby. Educated and Baroque. And it is about that time here for our Millennial Table Talk. We have a special guest in the building, but first. All righty. Here we go. So we have a special guest in the building. We have who is in New Breed NYE. Let me tell you a little bit about this artist. You know, first of all, I want to appreciate this brother for, for uh, sending us his information. He had a nice old EPK, nice visuals, had a social media that was popping. I was like, okay, let me find out who this young man is, okay? So who is New Breed NYE? The Atlanta-based artist New Breed NYE is changing the game of hip-hop within its own divine right. Originally from Macon, Georgia, okay, Macon, New Breed NYE has developed a platform that is sweeping the south side of Atlanta. With his witty flows and energetic personality, NYE has captivated the audience, which has led him to have a growing fan base at a relentless rate. I see that. NYE does a great job at touching the hearts of his fans, appealing to his peers with his authentic, stylishly rhythmic, rhythmic sound. Okay, fancy. His humble yet persistent talent has led to performances at celebrity charity basketball game events, tours across the southern region, and opening for major artists such as Dej Loaf and Lil Uzi Vert. NYE is extremely motivated to push and follow his dreams. He focuses on making music that wows spectators and that packs out arenas along the way. You better. With huge industry executives and A&Rs becoming familiar with his fresh new hip-hop sensation, 
It will not be long before the talented new breed NYE is known across the nation. Y'all, let's make some noise for NYE new breed. Southside. Even on the original Southside, you said make it. That's the 478, eh? Yeah. Country. Big country. Okay, so let's. All right, I'll do a new breed, okay? That is the first thing I want to kind of ask you about the name. So let's. how did you get that name and where did that come from? Um, Basically, my cousin. Um, when I was first, like, making music, just trying to kind of play around with it, I was going by Young Nye. Like, it's New Breed Nye, but NYU is cool. New Breed Nye. Okay, like, I did it be switching up, I feel you. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, as I just continued to make music and, you know, get better over time, he was just like, man, I feel like the music that you're making is kind of like your own sound, your own style of what you're doing. I feel like you're the new breed of, like, hip-hop. So I just kind of went with it. So he was like, he was like, you New Breed Nye. So I was like, all right, you know what? That's kind of catchy, so I'm going to kind of yeah. run with that name, and here we are today. So, so you, you say New Break, New Breed, nah, new not breed. NYE. Yeah, nah, okay. NYE. <laughs> New Breed, nah. Yeah, New Breed, nah. Like, like yeah. right now. Yeah, like Bill, not a science guy. Okay, so it's not, but is it, it's not an acronym that stands for something? My full name. Oh! Yeah. What is it? Nyrick Yatori Evans. Okay, Yatori. She's going to call your whole name. My government on here. So the nah, okay, yeah. all right. So the new breed, new breed nah. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so you, I, I saw in your bio you kind of work with some big people like Dave, Love, Little Uzi Bird. How did that even come across? Uh, out here, like, that was 20, 2016, just out here doing a whole lot of performing and stuff like that, networking, and then touching the schools. Um, the Dave Loaf, I got a chance, that was at Kennesaw State, and um, the um, Uzi was at Clark. So just hey. touching, the, yeah, touching the schools and being a part of those those fan bases and really with the kids and that type of thing is what really happened. Okay, and so now with this, you're an Atlanta native. How did yeah. you even get started? Uh, my cousins really kind of put me on, like just rapping. They rap, they still rap. They're a little bit older than me, but um, just that inspiration, and then just wanting to get out and try to make a name for myself. I think that's what really did it. What do you think you have different from these other Atlanta artists? Because, you know, Atlanta's like the mecca. So what do you feel like you have different? A lot of drive in my style within itself. And I would say the music, I think, for me speaks for itself. It's like I my music is kind of really, I would say it's, it has this Atlanta touch. But, like, just the style and the sound of it and the delivery, I think it kind of separates from what, like, the Atlanta artist I think yeah. okay so with that thing because then I'm asking about your inspiration but I'm going to do that after this actual take because okay. you said the music speaks for itself so let's just get into the music so we have a, a track here called Perfect right. so I want you to tell me about this I want you to introduce the track so we get ready to play it for you okay um, Perfect comes off of my um, tape my tape Somebody Find My Future Wife and um, so yeah <laughs> okay alright <laughs> alright Because somebody found my future wife. So to give the backdrop behind that, somebody found my future wife was inspired by my sister getting married a, co- a year and a half ago. So with that particular record, it just describes like you know when I do find her, this particular woman, I want her to be perfect. I want her to be lined out and these type of things. So that's what you'll get from that record. All right, guys. So here we have it. You heard it first right here. Black educated and broke on Holly Unique Radio. Yes. We're getting ready to do a live slap it or dap it. New breed nigh perfect. Here we go. Let's get it. I need that in my life. 
I need you in my my little friend here on the spot. Maya, what did you think about that new track by NYE? New Breed. Honestly, I like the ad-libs. Because <laughs> 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 I was just listening to the background like, okay, he was really feeling this when he was recording it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it makes me like the songs. It's like so yeah. genuine. Like he was like, purr, purr, It sounds like it was so fun to record it, so I'm yeah. gonna slap it. Yeah. Okay, my input is slapping it, Mike B. Oh, that's shocking, bro. You gonna slap it? I, I, I never like anything. My own, like, oh, man, hey, look, that's good. That's good already. Yeah. 
tell it like it is. You sent us three tracks. Mm-hmm. That wasn't uh, one of my favorites. But I'm going to slap it because it's, uh, like you said, with your style, it's it's fun music. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about hip-hop now. Um, it, it is ever-changing. You still got some of the guys who embrace what hip-hop rap music started as far as the culture of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's fun music. It's mm-hmm. something that you, when you got it on in your car, if you to hear it on the radio, mm-hmm. and we're like, right, well, who it is? It's, it's something you ride to. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to wake me up in the morning, Definitely. and then it's something I would... Add to my playlist, but I'm still gonna tell you which one's my favorite. But I'm gonna slap this though. This is really right, good. Cool. Okay, and that's for me. So when I first heard this particular one, I did not like it at first. Okay. It, was, it was like one I was like, uh, like that purple. I, I didn't know if I liked it. But then like when I just listened to it again, I was like, okay, maybe it's one of those songs you hear it again. And I was like, okay, you know what? I like this now. I was like, I, I slapped this one now. Okay. It was not the one that I originally wanted to slap first at either. It was another one that I really liked on here. I just want to say, Mike, can we just say Go ahead. It? Which one? I like the Trap the Love. Trap the Love. Okay, then Trap the Love. That's the one that I like. We're going to actually okay. play that after this break. But no, okay. I slap it. Mike slap it. Maya slap hey, it. So we all slap it. Shy, what you going to do? Okay. Okay. Shy, we have an honorary special guest and member. Shy, what you going to do? Now listen, he is a, uh, a critic. He tells like it is. Well, he's like, I, he like you always slap songs and I don't, I don't even like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good songs, so here we go. Disclaimer. Put him on the spot like that, but uh, for me, first and foremost, any uh, indie independent artist coming up trying to get their music out and established with yeah. me, you got probably thirty seconds to a minute before you catch my attention mm-hmm. to make sure I want to listen to it. Um, in the beginning. I probably wasn't feeling it, but as the song got on, I started listening to what you talk about. You know, you was actually talking about some shit in there uh, yeah. about how you want a girl in the future and it, yeah. what qualities you want in it. Uh, so for that, I slapped it. Hey, hey, you say that, Hey, so that's good so we appreciate it so before we get into the next song and take our break i wanted to go back into like since you say you you're from atlanta but you kind of yeah. want to do your own thing a little differently who are your influences uh musically oh yes. my music musically. oh my goodness so like um the era that i like i think my favorite artist right of all time is lil wayne like I love Wayne, just the wordplay, um, metaphors, and just how his delivery and that type of thing. And like, I try to incorporate that somewhat in my style of music, just to have some type of bar, you know, bars, you know, and that type of thing. Wayne on the rap side, and then like R and B wise, you guys familiar with Avant? Of course. <laughs> so, so like, all right, so like, um. When I first, I was in Macon, I think I was in like third or fourth grade, he, he wrote the record, um, Don't Take Your Love Away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, but for me, it was like one of the first, that was the first time I got really introduced to R&B melodies and that type of thing and how you can flow like that. And so ever since then, like him and, you know, the Trey songs and then the Ushers, yeah. and all that Leading up that 2000s era was crazy. It was. But how, you know, let me ask, how old are you? I'm 24. Uh, okay, young man, boy, that's a millennial. Is young that, man. Is still, young man. Is he still a millennial? He's still, he made the cut. He barely made it. 
Okay, All right, so before the last thing, I have to put you on the spot one last time. I'm going to do a couple of questions here with you. Black History Month is going down with Black Educated and Broke. Okay. All righty, so... Maya, Mike, and now our, we call you the whole new breed now, can we tell you now? Don't call it government name, man. No, 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 this is the No Judgment Zone. And guys, in the background, you hear like an overbed. That is perfect by New Breed Nye, okay? All right, here's the question. He started the Back to Africa movement and was later deported back to his homeland in Jamaica. Was it Malcolm X, James Del Rio, or Marcus Garvey? Garvey. Garvey. <laughs> Are you going because she sounded confident? No, 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 no. no we studied him now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, well, shit, she's good. It, it is, is Marcus, Marcus Garvey. Garvey. So what you study, Maya Poo? We studied him in, um, actually, it was American government in high school. That's when you first got introduced to me. And I remember looking at his picture and thinking, he looks like my daddy. Oh, really? So I was like, he looks just like my daddy. So I wanted to know, like, who what, kind of, what what roots do he have that kind of correlate with mine? And they kind of didn't, but I kind of was like, okay, well, you like my daddy, so I guess I'll listen to what she's saying. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll go with that. Well, good job. Look at that. It's Mar- enough for me to listen. My people might be related to the late Marcus Garvey. I'm not. Okay, here's the, <laughs> here's the next one. Who was the Ladies World Figure Skating Championship in 1986? Peggy Fleming, Dorothy Hamill, or Debbie Thomas? I have no idea. Can you prove that? Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, somebody now you wanted to you want to say something? Say it one more time. Mm-hmm. I was gonna Call <laughs> <laughs> a friend, my call a friend. Call a friend. Who was the ladies world figure skating championship in nineteen eighty six? Was it Peggy Fleming, Dorothy Hamill, or Debbie Thomas? Can I get a definition? No. Nope. <laughs> take uh, it take a guess. A, B, or C. I'm gonna just go with B. You're gonna go B, Dorothy Hamill? Yeah. Mike B. I'm going to say Peggy. Maya says A, Peggy Fleming. me when you ask <laughs> What? He's like, damn me with the puppy dog guys. Like, Maya? I know the big eyes looking. Mike, me, choose one. I got to choose one? Yes, Melanin News expert. Well, most black people last name are Thomas. So is it Debbie? <laughs> Mike B, you are correct. It is oh, Debbie hey. Thomas. <laughs> what a process of elimination. Okay, we're, all right, guys, we're going to take a break, but I got two more questions, and then I'm going to stop it for now, okay? Right. Who holds the record of 100 points scored in a single NBA game? Chairman. All right, and that is our answer. Thank you, bam. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's another easy one. What was the nickname for the all-black 33rd Second Fighter Group of the U.S. Army Air Corps, which escorted Allied bombers through European airspace on 1578 missions during World War II. Flying Blue Aces, 92nd Bomber Squadron, or Tuskegee Airmen? The Airmen. Was it the Airmen? <laughs> Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, that's Mike's answer. What's yours? The Red Tails. I know, right? I'm talking the Red Tails. Hold on. Wasn't it Tuskegee? Read the question one more time. What was the nickname for the all-black 33rd Second Fighter Group of the U.S. Army Air Corps, which escorted Allied bombers through European airspace on 1578 missions during World War II? Flying Blue Aces, Tuskegee Airmen, 92nd Bomber Squadron. Uh, Tuskegee Airmen. All right. Blue the, Aces. The, 
You changed the flying places. Mm-hmm. The answer is Tuskegee Airmen. <laughs> we are the Red Tails. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm the Red Tails on. Put the Red Tails on. Right. Where the Red Tails at? Man, I got the full history, guys. All right, guys. So right here, we're gonna take another break. We had, hope you had fun with our little Black History Month yeah. quiz. You did good. Now I'm gonna give you a couple more just to make sure you really know what you say. You know. All right, so guys, keep listening here to Black Educated and Broke on Highly Unique Radio. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Devin Barbie, and I'm chilling with my homie, Randy O, on Black Educated and Broke, right here on Highly Unique Radio. I'm trying to. I gotta worry about it, Speakers strain. I need flowers too. My wife is bad, I know that she shine like a little day. Great shot on him, boy, I wanna go. She might look shoot, but she keep a little now when she toy. Okay. I speed it up, speed it up, speed it up, I go fast. I do. I eat it up, eat it up, eat it up, she like that. Like whatever you I put it back in the place now. We switch your lace in the ring now. I'm down and it ain't no takeout. You like to play when we play house. You a dying piece, that's a fact. When I swipe right, that's a fact. I made a choice to make you my choice. It's not about who really loving my voice. Trap by the day, need love by the night. Trap by the day, need love by the night. I trap by the day, need love by the night. Oh, 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 oh. I'm trap, 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 in love. I'm trap, 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 in love. Some days I just trap, some days I need love. Some days I just trap, some days I need love. I'm trap, trap. Like you do pocketbooks, hurt your demons, Kim, so it's impossible that I can have you with cherish and love you with more than they be doing the most. I gave her effort, she said them for letters, they stay in the room and we doing the most. Found me a pocket, it came with some gossip and people shouting words like there was profits. And you can't find the time I had a time to find, I can't even take all the talk with it. Now I'm on top with you, who? Over the block with you, who? Now that they hating, I know that they watching, I know that they sitting and flying. Trap by the day, be love by the night. Trap by the day, be love by the night. I try by the day, be love by the night. Oh, 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 oh. I'm trapped, trapped, trapped in love. I'm trapped, trapped, trapped in love. Some days I just trap, some days I need love. Some days I just trap, some days I need love. I'm trapped, trapped, trapped in love. I'm trapped, trapped, trapped in love. Some days I just trap. Alrighty, that was trapped in love. Hey. My boy NYE, we absolutely yeah. love that. Sure. Sure. It reminded me of um, like TK Kravitz. 
just fun. Just just fun. I look, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I can ride to it. I feel like I can, yeah. you know, go to the moon with that. Yeah. You know, all kind of fun stuff. So I, I really enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> to the moon. Alrighty, so before we let you go, do breed nine, let us know nine so I can call you short, call you that for sure. Yeah. Nine. Cause baby, that new breed nine, I mean yeah. my tongue. Right now. But nice. So what do you have upcoming? What's coming up next with people? Um, coming up for me, putting out another project. Uh, I just got back from New York. Yeah, yes. I saw that yeah. on your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I just got back from New York yesterday. Um, Tell us a lot of people that didn't know. What were you doing out there in New York? Uh, a lot of press run. I had two shows as well. I was able to do, um, I was at DCF Radio in Brooklyn. Um, a lot of the same stuff. Just, sure. uh, it's, it's pretty fun. Really fun. Really fun. Okay. And so, what, so what's going on? You said you got a new project. Yeah, a new project um, that I'm working on. And then a whole lot more shows and stuff I'm working on as well. When are you going to do something in Atlanta? Is there something local coming? Yeah, I got something local coming. Um, actually, next month. It's supposed to be... I can't even think of the, the venue. But I'll let you know. He's so I'll busy, you know. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so let him know. So I guess I'm sure you're going to put it all on social media. Yeah, so let us know how we can follow and stay in tune. Um, you guys can follow me at Newbreed9, N-E-W-B-R-E-E-D-N-Y-E. That's on everything, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Okay, and now for people like you being a native and you doing your own thing and you kind of going up to success, what are some words of wisdom you want to say to like maybe, you know, people that are trying to be where you are and they're with the same journey? Uh, keep going and keep grinding. I think that would be the, def- the the main thing because so many times I look at it and just be like, man, shoot, I'm about to stop or I'm about to quit. Yeah. And then you may get a phone call or get some type of sign or something yeah. and be like, you know what, hey man, keep pushing. Like, yeah. You know, that type of thing. So don't give up. Okay, guys. Like I said, don't give up. Keep pushing. This young man is doing big things. He's only 24. I cannot wait to see you 10 years from now at 34 because you got some good stuff going. You have a good following. Like, I see you on a road to success. Seriously. Thank you. So as long as you're grinding, that's right. Thank you. That's all you got to do. Black, educated, and he ain't even broke. Come on. I know what? I love that title because. Let us know. The reason is because it's so true because one graduated from college. Come on. <laughs> you know student loan. Talk about it. Talk about it. Let's talk about, talk about it. it. All that so definitely the broke stage is real and yes. you know, but being educated at the same time is like you have a lot to offer. Yes. You know, but you know, it, it, it's real. Thank it's you for de- understanding. It's definitely real. And I, I, I'm here. I get it. I definitely get it. I understand. And that's, and that's the whole reason why we started this podcast. Because when we started it, we all were black, educated, and broke. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. And then the Lord right. delivered us. So we just want to be an inspiration. Yeah. Uh, you, Nye, you're an inspiration. Yep. Guys, again, you can follow him on all things social media, New Breed, Nye, to see what's popping, to see what's going on. Yep. And we appreciate you for coming out yep. to hang out Thank with you. us. Are the tracks on iTunes? Yeah. Uh-oh. Everything. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Everything. I to the playlist. Everything. Add to the playlist. Add to the playlist. Trap in love. Trap in love. I get it. Okay, guys. We're gonna take another quick break. I'm gonna play his next track in the back here. Can't keep quiet. So yeah. make sure you keep. The kids in the building. Keep yeah. listening to Black Educated and Bro. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh,
lips and you rock your hips and you talk your shit. Ain't worried about a nigga, worried about a nigga, tell the way I take my big Listen, my checks deposit, it good and no diet. I can't get quiet, why? I'm so up, 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 I ain't never coming down, ran it up, 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 and I got like 10 accounts, why? My checks deposit, it good and no diet. I can't get quiet, I can't get quiet. Try to shut me up on no man, I can't keep quiet. I'm moving, I'm working, I'm swerving, my fans delighted. I'm tied in on the high end, but I need my phone on the back end. I did the race, I blew the gate, it's time to go cashing. I see the look on their faces, they betting me like I'm Vegas. My diamonds back, I'm a racist, like Central 5 drop the cases. They pointed me out, now I just made them move. I'm winning so much, I had to call it. Hush more, hush more, not a yawn, not a yawn, not a yawn. Hush more, hush more, got a wall, got a wall, got a wall. Hush more, hush more, city on, city on, city on. Hush more. Girl, you keep them lips and you rock your hips and you talk your shit. Ain't worried about a nigga, worried about a nigga, tell the boy I take my dick. My checks deposit, it good and no diet. I can't get quiet. Why? I'm so up, up, up. I ain't never coming down. Ran it up, up, up. Man, I got like 10 accounts. My checks deposit, it good and no diet. I can't get quiet. I can't get quiet. If I got the pick of the litter, I'd rather go pick up my new thing. I see that girl in the crowd and she chanting and screaming like, who rang? I need a bottom of Mosa. She tell me, baby, come closer. Brown skin, call her Mosa. Bite back, call her Cobra. If I'm up top, I know these niggas hate to see me now. They gambled on my name and now it's time to go cash out. I gave some thanks to God with hallelujahs and a shout. And looking at me, baby, man, I know they proud of us. I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. What's up, man? It's your boy, Marlowe, founder of Vintage Connoisseur Club, bringing you some of the hottest hand-picked designer and streetwear vintage pieces. We specialize in nostalgic, hand-picked, and revived vintage goods from Burberry polos all the way down to dead stock leather snapbacks. We pride ourselves on authenticity and exclusivity. Follow us on IG and Facebook at vintage.c.c. And you can even hit me up at Rome the Chosen One.
right, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Bro. We got our boy in the building. First thing I'm going to say is 31 We can keep going. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is a family show. This is a <laughs> that last six minutes and 14 seconds is a game changer, baby. Yeah. 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 NFL. Okay. I miss yeah. y'all, man. What's we up? miss you too, Q. We sent about you and It's been a long oh, month. It's been a little. We back. We back. My wisdom teeth is gone. They yes. gave them to me. Thank you for letting the whole world see your teeth. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like to share with my people. Yes, we appreciate it, I guess. <laughs> that was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't catch that. They yeah. tested. I didn't want it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, but guys, you know what time it is. We had our Millennial Table Talk earlier. We had our guest, New Breed 9 in the building, which, you know, if y'all want to catch his stuff, head over to his social media, uh, New Trap Breed, NYE. That's the song, we, uh, one of the songs that he played for us tonight. But he has all of his music on Spotify, Apple Music. Check it out. It's good stuff. But the biggest thing we want to talk about on Millennial Table Talk is the controversy surrounding Dwayne Wade's son, now daughter, in transitioning. And a lot of people have spoken up about it because uh, Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabrielle Union, have been very supportive. They're addressing her as what she wants to be addressed as, which is a her. I believe her name is Zaya. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they had... Uh, no, Dwayne Wade got on Ellen DeGeneres show explaining that, you know, he wanted to be a, you know, to speak out. It was an ad- adaption for him, but he wanted to be the voice for other parents who may be speaking about it as so. So, um, you know, I just want to kind of get in you guys' perspective, and then I'll share some other celebrities who have something to say. Um, but, yeah, let's start with you, Q. Now, you know this ain't how it goes. <laughs> I ain't my head, but you know I go last. But, yeah, we, we, we feel like your your meaning is so impactful, Man, so, you know. I'm full of shit, y'all. Don't, don't buy think, into it. I think you should just hit us with it where it hurt real quick. Uh, well, I'm kind of on the fence about the whole situation because the homophobia uh, in America is really big right now, and if you say the wrong thing, everybody takes it personal. Yes. Now, I ain't never been a person to care how you take what I say, because I know it's not coming from a place of malice. Right. But it gets hairy when you're dealing with the LGBT community. Uh, we know how uh, flamboyant, for lack of a better term, they can be. Yeah. And then you're also dealing with children. Yes. So it's, it's a gray area. Personally, how I feel is, as a child, I don't think he fully understands or can grasp exactly what's going on. Okay. okay? Now, when we was that age, yeah, I was a bad kid. Like, I was a kid under the table, <laughs> stealing kisses, looking at this girl. Under the table, bad. stealing kisses? Yeah, well, I didn't really steal it because they gave it to me. Oh, but, oh, oh, that part. But... So at that point, I mean, I, I know I'm attracted to girls. Right. Um, but this situation is, I guess, I saw somebody related to, uh, like, racism. Or okay. kind of understanding, like, if you know better, you do better. Mm. But, like I said, it's a hairy situation. I don't think that they should go full-fledged into transgender at a, at 13 years old. Like, that's a lot. Your your body's not done developing. Right. Your hormones haven't developed. Uh, if you're in the girls, you want to be like Magic Sun, okay, cool. I mean, ain't nothing we can do about this show, choice. Yeah. But it's just a, a lot going on in this situation with that child. He's Like I said, he's still a child. We didn't see Magic Sun doing this at this age. Mm-mm. He's going to gay pride, which, okay, 
whatever. But you got to think. You got his father, who's an NBA player, former NBA player. He kind of funny sometimes. Oh, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Because of what, because of what Gabrielle Union said about... Not because well, licking his ass? Yeah. Listen, that's one of the best feelings ever. That don't make you gay. You got to keep it real, Q. The fact that he had his whole toenails painted black and everything. Fair enough. Did he get that first... I don't care who you do it for. For his kids. I can support my child and not go that far. Okay. Like, it's just a little extreme. And then, that's not Gabby's child. Contrary to believe, that's not her child. It's not her biological, but that's her child. That is her child, but that's not her biological. They have one kid together, and that's the little girl. So, I just think maybe sometimes she might have a little more influence over him than she needs to. Like, it's not okay. For all of this, to be putting a child through this. She so thinks it was Gabrielle Union that kind of told Dwayne Wade, like, we should accept him. It's okay. It's no big deal, babe. I, I can't say because I wasn't there, but I believe that she may have had some influence in accepting it and talking to him and being like, come out as this and do this. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't remember seeing Dwayne at the Gay Pride event with them. I remember seeing those two, Gabby and, yeah, and, sure and, and Zaya. But I don't, I, I'm calling him Zion for political correctness, but his name is Zion. He's still got a penis. If you're born with certain organs, you are not the opposite sex. I don't care what. And that part is true. But you can the trans, but that's, it doesn't always mean you get the sex change. It's what you identify as. Okay, well then I can identify as a, a, a pickle. No, I can identify <laughs> as a rich white man. You could, and I guarantee you when the cops pull me over, they're going to see black on my ID. They're going to see my skin, call me black, and treat me like shit. So you can't really say, well, I identify as this, so I'm that. That's not how it works. Well, this kind of makes me want to bring up another topic. So Ricky Smalley was also under fire because he put up on social media, black boy, I want to wear locks to school, society, suspended, no graduation, thug, black boy, how about a dress, society, you have like the emoji hearts, clapping hands, nail polish, celebration, hashtag social engineering. And, you know, I just feel people had, a, had an issue with it because they're like, you know, uh, yeah, you, you, a black boy can't wear this, but, you know, if he want to be a girl, it's okay. And, That's a fact. And people are kind of making a, a thought about it. So, okay, I know you got a thought, but I want to ask Mike B real quick. What do you think about what Ricky Smiley said and how people are reacting to it? It's a, it's a very, some people say it's a fact, but it's a very strong opinionated statement that a lot of people agree with, especially for uh, black men. There, there is an issue now with hair and a lot of black men are growing their hair out and it's just it's a natural look that is 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 it's a style that we've started but there's an issue with hair but in society right now especially in the media uh putting on a dress is praised and we've seen that we've seen ej uh johnson do that we see billy porter do that and with this uh dwayne wade stuff See what he had on? Dion, what Dion do? He ain't acting like he's from the shop. He not acting like he's from the shop. The way he got Hollywood. Shot. He got on like I can't say it's a romper, but it's got very big legs. And it's like he's got on heels under it. I'm telling you. Wait, Dion, like the uh, the uncle. Yes, no. Blackish, yes, he, he, he was looking real Hollywood. And then Snoop Dogg son, dressed funny. Yeah, man, that's a lot going on. They really pushing the gay agenda. Like, I watch, I don't know if y'all seen that Rocco remake. Mm-mm. Well, I watched it because we grew up watching Rocco's Modern Life. Yes. Oh, they have a Rocco's remake? Yeah, it was on Netflix. And I'd be damned if the undertone was not 
one of the characters become uh, transgender. Well, which one? Yeah, it was no, no, no. It wasn't that. It was Mister um, the Big Mouse. It was their son. Hey, big head. Yeah, big head. What? Yeah. It's weird. See, here's Everything the, here's, has got something gay in it these days. Everything. I was, this is my whole thing about it. And Maya, I want to ask you what you think, too. Like, you know, because another person who got into it was um, a little boosty. You know, he was kicked out of, uh, <laughs> he was kicked out of Coles. No, it was Planet Fitness. First of all, who the fuck has a membership to Planet Fitness? I'm lying to you. Think I'm what do you mean? Yeah, if you really want to get your workout on, you ain't got no membership to Planet Fitness. It, that shit don't work. And they give you candy when you walk in. They have pizza parties. No, they do, do they really? Yes. Yeah, they do. They yes. have pizza and bagel parties. Yes. Okay, well, no, not well, okay. We can keep well, on but you get membership up, but continue. Yeah, it's $10, so you can't lose, right? Anyway, but yeah, but you know, but like I said, my whole thing is even Boosie had an opinion and people, he's being banned out of place. And this is what I don't think be fair in society. It's like everybody has a freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And it's like people it's are getting bashed, but like, it's like you can't say that, hey, I don't agree. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. And if you say you agree, you got, you got some people, oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's like everybody are in freaking entitled, but it's changing. They're being allowed to be bullies. Yeah. They're being allowed to be bullies. But, but see, this, somebody perspective, they will feel like Ricky Smiley and uh, Lil Boosie are the bullies. They feel like they're making bullies because they're making the crazy part. They're the people who seem, who don't want to go with the, yes. the masses. Yes. Now you're, you're a bully. You're a bully. Yeah. You don't like them for who they are. Or you're prejudiced. You're homophobic. On, cut it out. I'm not, and, and I have to check myself sometimes, and I'll just, just be honest because this is our show. Like, I'm not homophobic. But there was a time where I just didn't understand or would want to be around it because yeah. it wasn't a lifestyle that I was used to. Right. And there's nothing I really wanted to see. But after going to an HBCU and you see how there's a lot of homosexuality mm-hmm. there, you, you kind of accept people for who they are. That don't mean that y'all got to bash them. Just because I don't agree with you don't mean that I am uh, against you as a person. I just don't agree with your lifestyle. You like what you like. I like what I yeah. like. It should be okay to not like what you like. Maya, I see over there shaking your head a lot. What you thinking over there? <laughs> uh, here we go. I feel like the whole... Uh, how do I say this? Because I don't want to be like offensive or anything. So I just feel like religion, politics, and sexual orientations and... Sexual orientation. Yeah, sexual it. orientation and the things that you identify as is a touchy, sensitive topic. Um, it's beginning to get a little too sensitive when it comes to this. I know when I was 12 years old, I was starting my cycle. I was going right. to seventh grade. I was getting hormones. I was liking I was, boys. I was liking on boys. <laughs> well, I wanted to be noticed. I wanted yeah. to be cute, you know. So I can understand knowing what you are or how you feel on the inside. But I also think that this new generation coming up is way too media influenced. Yes. And they're seeing a lot of acceptance, which I understand it comes... Like, becoming who you are and all that stuff and identifying as what you identify as, it comes with maturity and understanding. And I feel like a 12-year-old does not have that at that age because they're not experienced enough. They, he, She hasn't even experienced life yet. Like, she, yeah. she's not even in high school yet. I'm trying to be politically correct because she has announced that she is a she. So I'm trying to be po- correct about it. Oh, y'all being nice. I'm traditional. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's, it, I'm really forcing myself to say she, but I'm tr- traditionally I would... Say, That's a boy. You know, if you but I'm trying to be respectful. 
I'm trying to be respectful. Yes. That, you've already made the announcement. That's what you identify as being respectful. I'm going to try right. it. Okay, well, right now I'm announcing that I'm a rich white man, goddammit. Okay, sir. And I need, I need somebody <laughs> to pull my car around when we finish this. Okay, sir. Cute. Look I ain't ass boy. See? My only thing about it is you're 12 years old and you're seeing all these things on the media, but you haven't experienced any of this yet. You haven't actually had any experiences. For all we know, you've never kissed a girl. So it's like... How can you make this decision? And then as a parent, I understand you want to love your kid and want to accept your kid as they are, as they come to you, and as they express themselves. But shouldn't there be, like, more questions? Or, like, you know, maybe you should, you know, come back next year and let me know how you if you feel for the same yeah. way. Like, before you make this big declaration, like, let's try it out first. Let's see how you actually adjust. Let's see... If, the, if you're feeling shame, exactly. let's like, go deal with it. You done put it all out on social media. We, like, post it. Like, let's yeah. actually live in the reality of what you're saying. But how, how do we know that they haven't? How do we know that they haven't? We don't know. Don't know. Maybe that's what they're doing. They've been doing this for nine. I mean, they they they're 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 doing doing that. The Hindu since three. They said the Hindu since three. I don't remember much from being three years old. So how can you understand that you are a girl and you don't know yourself? Like, you can't bathe yourself. You can't change yourself. You can't do anything for you besides move your feet, all right? So how can you know in age three that you are a girl and you like boys? I well, I think know. they probably felt like it was like feminine traits there. Is that what I think he was talking like? You know, like you put on your mama's shoes. And okay, let on. me say this because some people say that you were born gay or you become gay. Yeah. And for a while, I was just like, and still to this day, I'm not 100% sure, but I will say this. I can remember boys when I was young in elementary school, second, third, fourth grade, who had feminine traits mm. that you didn't really pay much attention to because you ain't thinking about gay this and gay that at that age. When I see them now, they're gay. Yeah, me too. They're me gay. too. They got the high school and yeah. they started they're changing. Gay. Yeah. So, and my my whole take on it is either you can be born with it, or sometimes I feel like. Men who get touched by yeah. male yeah. family members or anybody else, That's they true. become gay as well. So, nothing against homosexuality. Let me put that out there before somebody finds me and try to do me like they yeah. did uh, J- <laughs> Jason Lee from from uh, Hollywood. Or what they did to him? You know, Nikki's bars ran up on him in uh, in DC. At the train station, they hit him with that yeah stuff. I can't even say it properly. <laughs> and, and, and it was like, you in the train station? Oh, you are you in the train station? But but you're in the train station with him too. So mm, I don't anyway, know. back to like the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe I just feel like it's too social media oriented with the whole announcement, the whole posting the pictures. Like as far as I know, he doesn't have a social media trace. So why is everything being posted? Like, some things just need to be within the family, unless it's actually a need to say something. And even if it's actually new need, who the fuck cares? Excuse my friend. Yeah. But honestly, like, y'all are making this announcement. Y'all are going on these interviews. I understand you're being advocates for the gay community and the LGBTQ. He... Who a community, but you left off a couple letters. I know I did, but I just know those <laughs> those potent ones. But it's just like it's so much going into that. It's so much within that that's changing, that's being more accepted, that's still question marks, and y'all are basically broadcasting this 
12-year-old who hasn't even experienced a full life, who hasn't even reached high school yet, making Attention. this extension. It really feels like it's the <laughs> well, you know, thing. Okay, so let, but, me, let, so let me speak on about a couple of things. So first thing, I want to kind of go back because, you know, at the end of the day, the world is evolving. If you want to look at it from just a, just a wide-eye view, when you think about racism, right? You know, black people not having rights and treated differently. We had to adjust and adapt, and there's still issues. Okay, then you go to people being gay. You had to adjust and adapt to that, okay? So now we're getting to the point where we're getting to another level of a transgender. Now, you can have your personal opinions and stuff about it. At the end of the day, it, it's happening. It's going to happen, and it's going to become a thing of the past. It's going to be the next new thing. So what I just say to people is, like, you know, I know we kind of feel like me. I get kind of sensitive about it, like, feeling like they need all these rights and why they got to have a different bathroom and all of this kind of shit. But I also have to just think of it black, you know, playing, like, as a black person, why do we have to have a separate bathroom? So then I'm going to kind of feel like... Well, you can't do that. You can't. But you I'm can't gonna, no, no, can't. I'm going to listen to what I'm about to say, but I feel like it's the reverse of it. Like, we're creating separation again. And that's what I'm saying. Like, with the culture, there was division, and we wanted to be the same, right? This sure. is why I feel like we're messing up. We're no longer trying to be the same. It's too much separation. It's too much judgmental. And it's not enough accepting people just for who they are. So what I feel is with the whole Dwayne Swain situation... As a R, as a celebrity, as a person who has a voice, you are the voice for people who want to come out and speak up. So I do kind of feel like you kind of got to do diligence that something that you're going through, yeah, how's it in? But no, you do need to share with people because people are looking up to you that maybe need that motivation to figure out how do I deal with this? My kid is this and that. So I don't really fault them what they've done. Uh, I'm going to take this back, and this ain't even no shot at shy. But we don't go back to the 60s and 70s where it really started becoming prevalent. Mm -hmm. There's a street in San Francisco called Haight-Ashbury. So that was where the gay movement really started on people coming out, and that's where they were, their core of acceptance was. I don't know if you're familiar with Milk. He was the, uh, was Milk the mayor? I believe he was the mayor back in the 80s and 80s. Anyway, I'll let y'all do your research on that. But... The thing is, I don't know if it's a thing of acceptance um, as it's more of it being pushed up on you. So as far as us being black and not being accepted, like that's a human right. Like it's being alive is a human right. Mm -hmm. Your choice of sexual orientation, that's your own personal right. That is not a human right. Nobody really has to accept your way of how you express sexually. Alright? So, for, for it to be pushed down our throats this much, I think it's a lot. Because, granted, think about it. Right now, it's in all the media. Yes. I don't know if I can name a TV show or a movie where something homosexual is not in it. Yeah. So, when we was kids, I, a lot of what we learned is from movies and TVs and stuff, right? Yeah, okay. That's being pushed through that. So, yeah, that's the new outlet to push that on the kids. Like, I, I really think the kids should be kids, and they should be able to express and understand what's going on. Now, if you feel like you like somebody that's the same sex as you, okay. I don't think that we should bash you and, and uh, throw you under the bus and be like, oh, you're not gay. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. A lot because what that does is it causes them to to withdraw. Yep. They're not gonna come to you. They're not gonna talk yep. to you. And then you can't fully educate them on their decision. So I can say, listen, you ain't gonna be gay. You're not gay. This is what you're gonna be. Or I can say, okay, I hear what you're saying. I understand it. Now, have you done your research on that? Is this a lifestyle that you really feel that you could live for a lifetime? 
here's an example on what happens when you are in a same-sex relationship. Yeah. Just making you aware. I'm not trying to deter you. If that's what you want to do, okay. But at the same time, I can't, I just can't agree to this. It's just all, just don't put it, push it on people. Just yeah. cut it out. Well, you know, guys, if you all want to wait on this situation, guys, you know, I'm sure this topic will probably still be trending next week and for a couple more weeks. And just kind of share your <laughs> thoughts, guys. We're going to be putting up a post here about your thoughts because we want to know, get your opinion. Because, you know, at the end of the day, to make a change, you have to have conversation. You have to talk about it. And I just think at the end of the day, we all have to just be respectful of whatever people's opinion. If you think that shit is gay, you're, you're, you're allowed to think that. If you think that shit is right and you don't need to judge me, you're allowed to think that. Right. I think if people just get... Well, well, who taught that self? Self. That was me. You. Yes. I used that on shot earlier today. Anyway, but you know the self, or maybe he used it on me. But anyway, that self thing, like people need to worry about more about themselves and what, because I think what you said, Q, who you smashing and what you're doing, that is none of nobody's business. But you're right, color, you're treating based on my outer appearance, but I cannot help or change. You're right, that's a whole different level, right? So... Guys, want to know what you think? Head over to Black Educated and Broke, and let's get into it, and we can kind of find out and keep this thing going. Uh, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to jump into a couple of things. We're going to mix the 10 spot of radio, keeping you in the know. So keep listening here on Black Educated and Broke. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Ali Sadiq from Comedy Central. Man, you know me. I'm black, educated, and broke as hell. I just want y'all to know, hey, man, keep listening to this podcast. Black, educated, and broke. It's your boy Ali Sadiq. Hey, man, get your cash up. Get your education up. And get your goddamn blackness up. is Mike B and make sure you're listening to Black Educated and Broke. What you doing? What's popping? You ain't doing nothing. Turn on Black Educated and Broke right now.
Alrighty, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Bro. Got to give you some of this 10 spot, Miss Randy. I'll keep you in the know. Q, what's popping? Man, I, I gotta be honest with y'all. So I used to, I didn't faithfully watch Reno 911. But I used to see Niecy Nash and all her hips and glory, and I would stop and watch it because I'd be like, damn, I know her ass is fat. But they never really gave a good angle of the booty. And all these years, I've been waiting to see Niecy Nash ass, and she finally posted it. And I mean posted it in, like, draws, too. Granted, it's not as big as I thought it was, but for 50, it's amazing. Niecy Nash is bad. It's a little Photoshop and airbrush. I don't give a damn. I just see some dimply booties in me. That motherfucker is sexy. But happy birthday, Niecy Nash. And I was going to bring Newly Night back over here to, to do a freestyle, but my man reneged on me. He kind of fought me, but it's cool because that just kind of helps me transition into the fight of the night, which was really the fight of the year yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I don't know who else could come and fight. Uh, that's gonna be that big. Even if Floyd come back, he's been out so long, it's really irrelevant at this point. But Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury too was last night. And uh, I, see, I see a lot of you nakers on social media <laughs> talking about Deontay Wilder, man. That's just fucked up. Cause he was outmatched. I mean, he was outmatched, he was outboxed. He looked real bad last night. Yeah. He did get a couple of cheap shots, he got hit in the back of the head. Um, about his ear canal getting busted. Yeah, get busted. So he was injured early. Like he looked like a wounded dog. You ever seen pit bulls fight? Yeah, it's so sad. Like uh, it's just you know he gonna lose. Uh, from like the third round, it just was looking real bad for my guy. Now me, I'm rooting for everybody black, but I'm a realist. So I saw the first fight, and he didn't outbox Tyson Fury in that first fight. He only was a draw because he knocked Fury down, but he was losing all the rounds. Oh, so, he was. Yeah. So for the second one, I was like, okay. I, and Mike, I told you, I said, this is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a hard fight. And as you can see, Tyson won all the rounds. Hands down, he won every round. Deontay was never leading on anybody's car. If he was, they were lying. They, they were lying. That boy was getting a brakes beat off of him. But I just hate that it had to happen during Black History Month. <laughs> that's, that's all they kept talking about at the fight party. First of all, yeah. I don't like Megan Thee Stallion. She had, that, she had that white boy. What's his name? G-Eazy or something? Yeah, Why, she said that wasn't even real. I don't give a shit. He was all up in her neck. What they got to do with that? That's bad karma. Oh, that's God. Just for, for the rest of it, it just rubbed off on me. It just rubbed off. Oh, my God. So, um, salute to Deontay Wilder. I'm not bashing him. I like yes. him. I do want to see him bounce back. I want to see him fight Anthony Joshua. He was just completely outmatched. Think about this. Tyson Fury is 273 pounds. Big old boy. 6'9", with an 87-inch reach. Yeah, big boy. Deontay Wilder is only 231. Yeah. And he came up for this fight. And his reach is only 85 inches. And he just, it, it was too much. He's two inches shorter than him. Yeah. Like, if you watch the fight, he's towering over Deontay Wilder. And he's that's how you get put in a headlock. Come here. Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of boxing, man. They can do that hug up, they rest or whatever, mm-hmm. but he did get get put in the headlock a few times. But he just looked bad, man. I I think he should, um, you know, when these kids, they be like, well, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> that was not last night. <laughs> <laughs> but then he kept on swinging that same, like, I'm like, stop throwing that arm. Like, it was so. He wasn't ready for that fight. He was not. He wasn't bothered. He looked bad. He just looked he bad. Did. He, he looked really he bad. Did. He didn't look prepared. There was no head movement like, 
When you fighting the people lean back, that's one of the worst things you can do while you boxing. Yep. He should have been trying to roll, come up under them punches, come with a few uppercuts, body shots or something. But shout out to him. I like to see him come back um, and move forward. But Tyson Fury is a beast. He at one point he held all the belts and he's yeah. undefeated. And I said he lost all of them. He lost all of them. He spiraled out of control. He had uh, he had to vacate the belts at one point. He uh, went into a depression where he was on alcohol and drugs and everything. Oh. So he bounced back. So this is kind of a victory. Oh, he been like for this before. He did his thing. But for black folks, you weren't supposed to beat up on the name like that. Fight three. They coming back. Oh, wait. Before we go. <laughs> wait, before we go. Because, kill you to me, you missed it. We didn't do our black history. You know, we're going to wrap up these last ten minutes with our black history quiz, Q. They're going to ask me black history We do everybody. Yeah. Okay. Everybody. everybody. the highest score. You get a grade. Uh, I want to keep in tabs, but everybody was kind of about equal. Me? Okay, sure. No, neither. He got them all right, so he did good. All right, shout out to uh, Power. It's unfair, too. Keep going. All right, here we go. Yes. Here's the question. What service did the first African-American female millionaire, Madam C.J. Walker, provide? Was it food distribution? Was it investment advice? Or was it beauty products? Beauty products. Maya? It was beauty products. Mike? Phone a friend. I thought this was mine. They already answered. No, no, everybody answered this. They haven't answered these. Oh, have, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what did you say, Mike? Shout out to my beauty products. Her, her movie coming out. That whole curl. All right, you guys are correct. It is beauty products. All right, here's another one. Who was the pitcher in the Negro Baseball League who developed Bat Badger in jump ball and was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1971? Was it Satchel Paige? Was it Jackie Robinson? Or was it Larry Doby? It was Satchel Paige. Satchel Page. He was nodding his head, so I'm going to say Satchel Page. <laughs> it was Satchel Page. Shout out to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, which is located in Kansas City, Missouri. That's the only museum of its kind in the country, mm-hmm. and it celebrated 100 years just a few weeks ago. I love that. Congratulations. That's good stuff. Okay, Q, you surprised me tonight. Oh. All right, here we go. In what oh. year did Harriet Tubman escape slavery? Was it 1797? Was it 1849 or was it 1929? 1849. 1849. It was around that time. I don't think that's accurate, but I believe it was the 1840s. Maya. I honestly didn't know they had years. Hey, years? Oh, my God. You know what? Turn on my I'm going to say what you said. It is 1849. Q is on a roll. Here we go. Who was the first? And I'm not going to give you the multiple multiple options. You should know this. Who was the first African American Chief Justice of Supreme Court? I'm talking about this. Court. We ain't talking about him. Right. I ain't even going to mention his he, name. Did you know who taught me something Saturday? What? Young blood. He told me that Uncle Tom is really the real Uncle Tom. Is not what everybody makes it seem. He's not a cool. Uncle Tom. I didn't know that though. He's like I he's not a real cool. He actually helped uh, get a lot of people out of slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they made it to be. Bad in later years. Yeah, Josiah Henson. I didn't call him Uncle Tom. I guess it's one and the same. Okay, so who was this person? Y'all kept calling him cool, but people that don't know who that is. Thurgood Marshall? You're not saying his name. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is a good one. What was the first black owned company to be traded on the New York Stock Exchange? Super Soaker. Johnson and Johnson, BET Black Entertainment Television, or Jumpman? Shit, I'm going to go with Johnson and Johnson. That's the oldest one. I don't think Jumpman's ever been traded. Could have been. Mike and Maya. This 
Jesus Keys questions. No, he's everybody. <laughs> now, you you didn't jump on his bandwagon this whole time. What oh, New York style. I guess Johnson and Johnson. You say Johnson and Johnson. What you say, Maya? I'm going to go with majority rules. Oh, God. It is actually BET, Black really? Entertainment Television. That was such an interesting find. Is that the last one? Nope, there's the last one. Who Every was time the... I asked her some questions, though, she said, no, nah, I'm just reading the paper. <laughs> Who was the <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who was the first African-American poet to win a Pulitzer Prize? Maya Angelou. Who? Terry McMillan or Gwendolyn Brooks? Give me the names again. Uh, not a Nobel, a Pulitzer Prize. Maya Angelou, Terry McMillan, and Gwendolyn Brooks. Was it Gwendolyn Brooks? Gwendolyn Brooks. Ooh, it's it is Terry a harder one. Maya. I think it's Maya. Maya. Maya too. It is actually Gwendolyn Brooks. Uh, Gwendolyn Good job, wrote like in me. the early 1900s, I believe. She. That's well, why Maya I thought she was the first one to get published. That's why. That's why I told you it'd come later. Another question. Yeah. Are you last have a Nobel Peace Prize? No, she does. Yeah, you know, she Pulitzer. does. Pulitzer Prize. Uh, uh, I thought you said Nobel. Yeah, Pulitzer. Pulitzer Prize for um, literature. Oh well. Yeah. All right, here's the last two for the close of the show. Who was the first African American car manufacturer in 1966? Sorry, 1916. Was it Henry Ford, Charles Richard Patterson, or Charles Buick? Don't even take the Buick because that's a white man. That's Gina. I've seen this and I didn't even read it and I've been to cars. Okay, who is it? Give me the first two names again. Henry Ford no. or Charles Richard Patterson. Charles Patterson. That's a black name right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Henry Ford, I know what you exactly. Okay, it is Charles Richard Patterson, correct. Yeah. Last one. What that tennis? Last one. Is this like double jeopardy? <laughs> yes, this is double. Right. For the double, for the home run. Excuse me, can you not do your like process of elimination out loud because your teammates are influenced, okay? No, we're a team, though. No, you're not. Oh. The question is, what tennis champion and golfer earned her place in the Black Hall of Fame in 1974? Zena Garrison, Serena Williams, Althea Gibson. Yep. Who? Althea Yodi, Yodi. Maya. <laughs> Shout out to Yodi. Hey Yodi. There's the meaning behind this. Once we, once we answer this, we're gonna. I'm gonna tell you why I said her name. Maya, who is it? Who did you say? Go Mike? with the majority. I was about to say, who did I say? I'm going with Mike because he got the last one. <laughs> Althea Gibson. Althea Gibson. about this up because we was playing this game and I, she kept getting this one wrong. So I said Yodi. So good job, guys. You did Vic Q. Look at you knowing some shit. Yeah, educated. When it comes to like Yes, yeah, come on, black educated. Absolutely. And not broke. Come on. Damn days over. How you doing? Um, ask the artist to give y'all a live drop. Come on, come here, artist. Somebody can call us. You know what? Let's do a live drop. Come here. New breed, NYE. You can take my mic. Straight out of, straight out of making wholesale made. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so actually what I want you to do is we always do a segment at the very end, which is say something positive, okay? So we want you to leave us something positive before we leave for our listeners right now on air. Your turn. Man, um, anything positive? Yes, Let's see. anything. Uh, no pressure. Somebody go before me, sir. No, right, you your turn. Your turn. <laughs> you on the hot seat. Uh, you can ask your, your person here that they want to help you out, and they can share. Y'all can give something positive together. You got anything? 
different. You be like, keep going first. See? Right. <laughs> do like, like Lil Webby. He's going to wait there. Hey, man, keep going first. <laughs> there you go. Keep going first, man. And grind and pray. We'll take that because we need to grind, pray, and keep the Lord first. It's been your girl, Radio. Like me. It's Maya. And as usual, you know I'm queuing the takeover. All right, guys. We'll see y'all in March for our next show. Podcast later on this week. Catch up. All that. SoundCloud. What else? Apple. iHeart. Spotify. And Google Podcasts. Please and thank you. We out, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in to Black Educated and Broke. It's your girl, Randy O. What up? It's your boy, Mike B. It's Maya. And it's the takeover. You are listening to Black, Black Educated, Educated and Broke. Broke. Busy, bro.